Hello and welcome to the Riverdale High AV Club. I'm Ezra. And I'm Megan. And we're here to bring you all things Archie. Archie, after episode 100, it's a totally new show now. It's a new era. Things are going to be so different. We've got guests every episode. (laughs) Yep. This one, it's Raggedy Ann. Hi, Megan. I'm your Former Secretary of State Hillary Rodham Clinton. (laughs) What are you doing here? Well, hey, Ezra. That's my Hillary Clinton impression. I was going to be like, I'm not doing a Hillary Clinton, so I hope (laughs) you're bringing one. I have no idea what she sounds like, to be fair. (laughs) Um, She just sounds like a lady. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) probably. (laughs) So... I, I did have noticed, like, some piece of fucking Riverdale, uh, I guess, like, Archie lore out in the world this week. Did you know? So, obviously, Riverdale, the show, is still going, but apparently uh-huh. they're, like, the doing, Hillary like... Clinton is on it? Yeah, that is wild. Yeah, she's the newest <laughs> member of the gang, and she's dating Archie. Oh, God, <laughs> And no. it's this whole thing where Bill is really jealous. Um, <laughs> no. They're doing like actual superpowers. Like, what? <laughs> yeah, Archie, what Ar- Archie and Betty supposedly have superpowers now in Riverdale. I'm sorry. Do you mean pure heart and nice uh, teen? What is her superpower? I think it's just Miss Teen or something like that. <laughs> no, that's Veronica's Miss Vanity. Sup- is it is- Super Teen? Super Teen. God, I hate these comics. What? That's not a top-notch creative endeavor right there? Why did we dedicate a significant portion of our lives to Archie Comics? To be fair, we were were already kind of dedicating a significant portion of our lives to the comic. Now we're just doing something productive with it. Yeah, that's that's true. Also, not related to Archie, did you know there's a fucking Hardy Boys TV show, dude? That doesn't surprise me. They're always trying to reboot that shit. Yeah, it's like dark and gritty with like teens getting killed and shit. Just like when they did that Nancy Drew reboot. Did they do that? I remember uh-huh, there was like was a bad CW. movie. Oh, oh, there was. Yeah, Jesus. I never watched it, but I I follow the Nancy Drew subreddit for the games from her interactive top notch games. When the CW show came out, people kept posting about the show because they were confused <laughs> about how Reddit works. Oh, <laughs> I love that. Yeah, and people were like, "No, this is for the games that used to happen that you've probably never heard of either." Very niche community. All right. So uh, speaking of mysteries to solve. Ooh, nice transition. I've got a nice little uh, bizarchi for you today. Oh, so not an Archie investigation. <laughs> no, it's not, but it is a mystery. Okay, hell uh, yeah. But it's just also fucking weird as shit because it's an Archie comic. And it, yeah, it's a biz- bizarchi specifically. I love too. this naming format they've given it. So this uh-huh. comic is called The Moaning Mansion of Mood Mountain. With Archie. <laughs> I don't like the use of moaning, so and that's a lot Archie of alliteration. Or anything. It's Moaning Mansion with Archie. Oh, I also, yeah, I didn't catch that. Archie's like a little side character here. The mansion <laughs> is the story. It's a serial, yeah. So this is one of my favorites where they like open with a full panel of like shit going on, and there's like a little voiceover box. Always the best, yeah. A few creaks and groans are acceptable as an old house feels its age. But what assaults the ears in this gothic horror is a bit more than Archie and the girls bargained for. Assaults the ears is a very powerful phrase in in there. gothic horror, okay? (laughs) Fucking Hill House over here? Jesus. It's the fall of the house of Archie. (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So, and we see Archie, Betty, and Veronica, of course. The girls don't get a name drop, but... (laughs) Of course not. uh, And they're standing in, I guess, like an entryway that's just packed with shit. There's like old chairs and books and tables and paintings just crammed in this small entryway. Real hoarder house. Yeah. Yeah. And then we hear like the sound effects in, you know, the Batman style, like the biff like yeah. explosion uh-huh. thing. Yeah. It's okay. groan. Uh-huh. Ooh. Creak oh. <laughs> and moan. Just the word moan just, with a big they're exclamation just saying mark. Mo- Whoa, with an exclamation mark. <laughs> moan. <Yeah. laughs> 
clip the audio on that shit. Uh, <laughs> you, you fucking know it, man. Uh, and the girls are like, oh my god, I'm so scared. Veronica straight up says... Wait, are, so they're just like standing in the entryway? They're standing in the entryway and their arms are like this... Like, okay. they're, like, gonna know. run yeah. out of here. I don't oh, know what yeah. that is. Primed to run. It's uh-huh. like it's like someone just lo- dropped a very loud <laughs> pot, and you went, like, Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it's like. <laughs> yeah. I know, I'm like, how do I describe this arm posture? Yeah. <laughs> you the like way Veronica's raised yeah. hers, it kind of looks like she's gonna backhand someone. She probably is. But she's saying, there's evil in this house. Let's get out of here. <laughs> okay. All right. She's got the spell detect good and evil then. I see. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so the next panel. So that was our full page entry panel, of course. There's evil in this house. <laughs> There's evil here. Um, what, the, what the fuck does that remind me of? Like Constantine or some shit? <laughs> I don't know. It makes me think of that fucking D&D campaign we just started. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, so like a piece of paper... Like drifts past Betty's face and she screams. What? Okay. E something just flew past my face. <laughs> There's more moaning and groaning. Archie's like, good, let's good. not panic, girls. And he's making that like angry face he makes. Yes, that's the serious the really Archie severe face. Eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. Veronica's Where they like, just look angry. This house is haunted, and he's like, your dad wouldn't buy a haunted house. I don't believe in haunted houses. And Veronica's like, he doesn't have time to look into everything he buys. So, like, I don't know. Maybe it's haunted. It could be haunted, I guess. (laughs) So the girls are just continuing to be scared, and Archie's just pissed about it. I don't know why they're here, also. They don't explain that at all. Have they moved in the house, or are they just standing there, too? They're just standing in the entryway. Uh, It looks like they're maybe looking around, like, turning in place to look at all the scary haunted things but yeah to your point they're doing like a real kind of like uh <laughs> what's that environmental storytelling where yeah. like archie's like yeah your dad wouldn't and we're like oh you, her dad bought this yeah like, so i none guess of this veronica is told to us, was I guess. like hey guys my dad bought this old house let's check it out and now they're like fuck it's haunted and archie's like fuck you it's not haunted dude how many fucking haunted houses does riverdale fucking have <laughs> And why does Mr. Lodge keep buying them? <laughs> he actually just super fucking into haunted houses. <laughs> he um, just keeps trying to find a real ghost. He hasn't got one yet. Archie makes a comment about how if it is haunted, it's haunted by pack rats. They never Sh- threw anything out. Shut the fuck Presumably up. Presumably making not- fun of the, like, dead former homeowners but who knows i don't know what that means veronica hears a chain dragging on the floor above and screams and then there's horrible laughter she tries to run away or she hears screams she screams okay and then then they hear horrible laughter and betty freaks out that's and then veronica tries to straight up run away and Archie stops and restrains her. Let her go. She clearly does not want to be here, my man. And he's like, fucking come to your senses. Someone's trying to scare us off. And she's like, slaps her some. That's fine. Let's get out of here. I have been effectively scared off, Archie. <laughs> and then Betty's like, yeah, we're grownups. We can't believe in ghosts. Okay. We just fine. heard weird noises. Archie's Tell that like, to the Ghostbusters. Are you afraid of noises? <laughs> and oh Veronica's God. like, yes. Uh, (laughs) what a weird attempt at a bird i know (laughs) and betty's like well maybe whoever is trying to scare us off doesn't want to hurt us that's a big if betty what if they do want to hurt you yeah it could go both ways my man and then archie's like i think i have a peculiar kind of courage the thought that we're not in danger the fuck does that mean what archie He's, what is this, a fucking poem? So like, he decides that he's going to run towards the sounds and not away from them. Yep, that is some courage, I guess. So basically, he just runs up the stairs and finds like a homeless looking guy I fucking making knew noises it. to scare them off. And by homeless oh, so looking... Oh, he's trying to scare them off. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's got, you know, like long disheveled hair and he's wearing tattered clothes. Um, okay. The, the visual storytelling is that he's living in this abandoned house. Sure, sure. He's got a little so pin Archie that said, ask me about my homelessness. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Archie straight up tackles this poor man and 
brings him down the stairs to show the girls. And they're like, who Jesus, are you? What fucking... Wow, Archie, you walk into this house where this guy is. <laughs> Extremely confident in all of his, I don't know, rights to be there. Well, like, imagine if you did... Like, imagine if this was any house and you walked in and you heard, like, weird noises and you're like, hmm. Like... This is just, I know it's abandoned, but this, this dude lives here. Like, you walked into his house. Yeah. Well, okay, because then they're like, who are you? And he says, Jason Mood. My family okay. owned this house and this mountain for over 200 years. So it is his house. So I guess they're also on top of a mountain, which is news to me. Um, I guess Wait, the Mood Mountain fucking- was in the title. They're, oh, oh, that's the fucking, that is burying the lead on that one, guys. Yeah. So he's like... We've lived here for years, and Veronica's like, well, my daddy bought it. You have no right to be here. Like, Feels cool, like Veronica. a fucking Lovecraft story I read once. <laughs> and he's like, I know, but I needed a place to hide. Archie's like, Wait, from hide. the tax man or something? He says, years ago, my dad lost all our money and sent me to live with my uncle, John Boy Wilton. Ah, yes, John Boy. <laughs> Veronica straight up says, he sounds like a nice man. <laughs> and okay. Then- this guy is like, he was horrible and abusive and forced me to work on his peanut farm for nothing. What the? There is so much story shoved <laughs> into the Veronica back half of this. just says, how could anybody with a name like John Boy be cruel? <laughs> like, what, Veronica? How, how indeed, Veronica? <laughs> the age-old question. <laughs> really hung up on the, the John fuck? Boy thing. I mean, to be fair, I would be too, but for different reasons. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fair. <laughs> but I'm not great like, name. John Boy Cruel? Never. Not my John Boy. <laughs> uh, so John now boy. we see the exterior of the house. Uh-huh. And it's just... It's got evil eyes and like is a, laughing. It looks like a big cabin, honestly. Oh, okay. Like... Not like a it's mansion? It's not like a mansion. Okay. And the title is Moaning Mansion of Mood Mountain, and it's like up in the mountains. A mansion is what you make of it, Megan. A fucking outhouse behind it. So like, how long ago did they lose their money? Even a shack can be a mansion (laughs) if your mindset is right, According to Veronica, no, it fucking can't. (laughs) It's true, true. Veronica would know better than me. Oh, you know what? This isn't the mansion. This is him remembering what it was like to live on the peanut farm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, so they did an un- <laughs> yeah. unprecedented flashback. No, so this we're comic. just in a flashback. Because okay, he's good. saying, you don't know what misery it was living with that nutcracker. Every night before I fell asleep, I'd hear the like same bad conversation between him and Aunt Lily May. Do you want to know the what fuck? the conversation yes, is? I gotta know. Good night, John Boy. To which John Boy replies, Shut up, you're yapping, and shell them dad blasted peanuts, woman. What it? That's not a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they did that every night? <laughs> yeah, apparently. Like, why'd she, is she why'd... going to bed? And he's like, Don't go to bed, shell peanuts. I don't understand. I don't know. Is she well... in bed with the peanuts? Or maybe he's in bed and she's forced to stay up and shell peanuts. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> so he's trying to sleep and she's like, yeah, and he's like, shut the fuck up and let me sleep yeah. while you shell peanuts? I guess so. I don't know. So then this guy is telling them how he was an unpaid laborer for his uncle, the nut farmer. Um, he wasn't allowed to write to his folks even. What the fuck? What? All right. Veronica's all right. like, that's horrible. And he's like, I ran away. I grabbed a sack of goobers to keep me going. Jesus Christ. And ran they off. are really hitting the peanut thing really hard, huh? But it was too late. The goobers were poisoned. No, he fucking says the folks had passed away, oh gone God. on. What? Uh, and so while like, he was a oh slave to his uncle or whatever. How? And he says they were old, fragile. Wandered in error into a disco where two groups were having a sing-off. What? Betty says, oh no. And he says, yep, they weren't used to our kind of music. What the f- And Archie's so is like, he their age it now? killed them? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He doesn't look like he's their age. Yeah, did it kill them though? And I also says, have to know. Oh no, but the old eardrum shattered like dropped light bulbs. <laughs> to which <laughs> Betty reasonably Christ. asks- but you said they'd gone on. And he says, yeah, gone on to an old folks home. 
But I'm just going to rewind a few panels. Yeah, he said he they had say, passed away. They did. He did say that. And that they had gone on, which I'm pretty sure passed away is only pretty means, specific. Yeah. It's not like I would say that if someone like moved out of my building. I wouldn't be like, oh, yeah. Now, if he said away. only passed. Yes. Then you could be like, I meant passed through. But he said passed away. It's the away that really does it for me. Uh, yeah. So, wait, his parents... They're just in an their old eardrums folks exploded, so exploded he, eardrums, yeah. So they can't own their house anymore or something? Well, Is it th- sounds like they were already broke. Oh, right, right, right. And that's right. why like, they sent him to live with his horrible times. uncle. And so then he goes on to say that he went into hiding here, the only <sighs> home he knew except the nut farm. <laughs> If I came out in the open and got a job, Uncle John Boy would have me back before you could say dry roasted. You're like a a dude though. Like and it sounds like know, he was like enslaving you. Yeah. You can't like, just be like, how well, old you're my are you? slave. He does not look like a teenager. Like he, he looks like an adult person. Like, what the fuck will John what's John Boy gonna do? Presumably he's old too. I, I don't know. Uh, uh so Archie's like, how did you live here? And he's like, living off the land, nuts and berries, but not peanuts. Yeah, good. Jesus Christ, dude. We get it. You've got <laughs> nut trauma. And then Archie's <laughs> like, if you were rich, you wouldn't have to go back. Very helpful, Archie. That's good. <laughs> and if John Boy were dead, I never would have to be scared <laughs> yeah. either, but fuck uh, it. And then Archie's like, look at all this shit your family left here for 200 years. <laughs> Maybe some of it's valuable. Just ignoring the fact that he doesn't own this house or anything in it. Veronica does. Um, Yeah. (laughs) And then he just picks up a fucking newspaper that says Lindbergh lands. And he's like, historic headlines going back two centuries worth a fortune. What? No, they fucking wouldn't be. (laughs) I mean, some might be, but maybe like the moon landing, but not all of them for two hundred years. He dumps out a jar of coins on the table. He's like, old coins, bills. Some of the newest are Civil War. And then Betty just picks up a piece of paper on a desk and says, "Look, a letter from Benjamin Franklin to Thomas Jefferson." Why is it's not even to the family members? They just (laughs) just they liked it. Desk. They definitely would have decomposed over the past two hundred years. Oh my god. Um, and then Archie's like, "This place is a treasure trove of nostalgia and history." Uh. Sell it all. He turns to Veronica. We'll let your dad handle it. He knows the market, the prices. And then Veronica's like, yeah, he'll be glad to. I guess. Okay. Yeah. You know how Mr. Lodge loves giving away money. And then we just cut to several weeks later, Mr. Lodge walking in and he's like, Sold it all, millions of dollars. The kid's rich now. Kid. So he was like 20. (laughs) Like, what the fuck? Yeah, and then Mr. Lodge says, almost as rich as I am, he's buying his uncle's peanut farm. So Mr. Lodge just gave away, like, millions and millions of dollars. Does I mean, probably not billions if character. it's almost as rich as Mr. Lodge. Yeah. Jesus. No, it doesn't seem in character. And then they make a joke about how Uncle John Boy is going to start working for peanuts now. Ha ha. Let's abuse oh, him Christ. like he abused this kid. That's how it works, man. Cycle of abuse. Accomplished. Uh, yep. Thanks, Archie. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> um, and then we have Archie and Betty and Veronica visiting. I don't remember this guy's fucking name. Jason something. Jason. Mood. His Mood. last name is Mood. Joshua uh, Mood. And this comic must be from the 70s originally because the apartment he's in is so fucking 70s it's got avocado walls oh hell yeah um it's very posh and veronica's like oh how posh are you comfortable here and he says who's got time for comfort it's go 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 from morning till night there are birds out there who haven't met me yet oh so now he's just a horn dog yeah i guess so and he's got on like a little robe thing well, he does like, have like Terry jeans on, but oh, okay, he has on like a little robe over it, and he's got <laughs> fancy hair now. He's not wearing one of those robes that comes down to like mid thigh. <laughs> I mean, he is, but he has jeans. But he under also it. has jeans on. Okay, I like how you could tell that the writer of Archie Comics, who came up with this, just really wanted to write like a 
really pulpy, like, soapy story (laughs) of, like, family greed and betrayal. Yeah. They're like, but I work for Archie Comics, (laughs) so I've got to think about it. How do I make this work? How do I get the teens in there somehow? So then they're like, I don't know, walking somewhere, the gang, not the whole gang, Archie and Betty and Veronica. Right. And Ron is like, I think we did a fine thing for that boy. And Archie says, we took a poor kid from a peanut patch. And turned him into a playboy. I wonder what we've released on society. The end. (laughs) Oh, that's a weird ending. I don't know what that tone is. It's like, well, we fucked up. We made a fucking horn dog monster pervert and set him loose on society. Doesn't look upset in that panel. He's just sort of like wistfully looking into the middle distance. It's he's, like a tight close-up on Archie's face, too, and he's like, hmm. He's got I that, I wonder like, what we've done. That distance you only get from being an immortal, where you're yeah. just like, nothing really upsets you anymore, because you've seen all of the worst <laughs> that humanity has to offer, so you're just kind of like, huh. Yeah, I, I wonder, wonder what what's going on. what this fucko's gonna do. Yeah, exactly. Hmm. Maybe what he'll a weird reverse fucking time story, or whatever. Man. Yeah, isn't it fucking weird? You can see also, why it was Archie and not an Archie yeah. Investigates. No, definitely. I like, too, that they're taking credit when they really only, like, walked in and were like, you've got good shit. I Sell mean, it. they did allow him to keep it all. I d- yeah, I guess. So, I don't know. Like, it's just his like... his parents go... Because it sounds like five years ago his parents lost their fortune and sent Has him Has he away. been living alone in that house, like, eating nuts and berries for well, five Or also, years? like, when his parents went broke, why weren't they like, hey, why don't we sell this letter to Thomas Jefferson or whatever? I think this whole family's stupid or something. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what the fucking... Imp- because he's like, I can't not be a slave to John Boy. <laughs> like, he's like, I don't know anything else. Well, because, yeah, you're right, because later he's, like, in his posh apartment meeting birds or whatever. Well, don't so, forget he owns John Boy now. So. <laughs> but, like, that means John he wasn't Boy's a minor, right? Uh, oh, I see. Like, because he owns his own right. shit. Presumably. It's, I mean, I guess he could just... I don't know. I mean, it could be, like, John. he ran away from John Boy when he was, like, 17 and then <laughs> yeah, five years passed and now he's <laughs> no, 20 or something. I don't something. think he was living on his own for five years. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. They don't clarify that timeline at all. Yeah, now he's an adult, which, again, he could just be like, well, I'm an adult now. John Boy can't enslave me again. Yeah, he definitely but... doesn't have a strong understanding of uh I don't think I don't know, anyone in that comic did, yeah. Yeah. If, like, Hiram comes out, he's like, I sold everything. Also, he could have always been fine, because, you know, (laughs) slavery's, like, not cool, so. Yeah. (laughs) I just, I can't get over the John Boy. All right. John Boy. All right. How could John Boy be a cruel man? I don't understand. (laughs) With a name like John Boy. Nobody named John Boy could be an evil man. (laughs) Were you quoting a, was that a Simpsons reference? (laughs) <laughs> Nobody who speaks German could be yeah, an I evil mean, man. Veronica was the one making the Simpsons reference, not That's me. True. That's true. All right. Okay. Let's cut the crap. Oh, shit. Let's get real. Get John Boy out of here. Real fucking soapy, that is. I've got... More brow, brow. soapy? Archie. Yeah, dude. Fucking oh, Archie shit. the Married Life. Oh, Archie shit. marries Veronica, part four. Get ready for it. Okay. I need to get like a good intro for this, but for now, let's just dive horn. right in. Brow, brow, brow. All right. So... We open with Archie on the floor of a trade show or something in in Vegas. <laughs> Great. We see uh, Gino's Pizza. We see mm. Dunkin' Muffin. Oh, All we yeah. see is it says Las Vegas Expo, and then the rest of it's cut off. Right. Uh, and you Jimmy's know I wanted rocket an Archie ship. in Vegas comic. Yeah. Also, they they put him in Vegas, and they don't do anything fun with it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play like with the fact that it's in been Vegas the at all. Trade show, except for the fact that you'll learn in like five seconds that the reason he's in Vegas is because Mr. Lodge wanted him out of the way. They could have ah. done anywhere in the world. Ah. <laughs> I don't know why Vegas. Anyway, uh, he's on the phone with. I guess I misunderstood. He's on the phone with a Mr. Turin. T U R E, like a Turin like of a gravy. Soup yeah. Okay. Um, 
talking. He's like, oh, yes, I'm just outside the Jimmy's rocket ship booth. I'll be right there for our meeting. On the way, he bumps into some dude, and they both drop their phones. Oh, shit. Yeah, they grab their phones. <laughs> oh, dude runs up's off. gonna happen. Oh, you know it, man. A classic hijink uh, as this dude runs off shouting about calamari. What? Yeah, he's like, good luck with that meeting. I've got options on 20 tons of calamari about to go bad. And he just runs away. Okay. Uh, Archie heads in and meets with Mr. Tureen from Jimmy's rocket ship, who's like, yes, you're late. We've used up all our time for pleasantries, for, you know, you know, grumpy yeah. businessman mm -hmm. stuff. Classic piece of shit. Mm -hmm. We have the flashback of Mr. Lodge being sent or sending Archie on the trip. Um, like, oh, yes, you have to get over to the... You have to go learn about the business and learn about franchising and Jimmy's rocket ship. We're going to be working a lot with them, so I want you to yeah, when we have a good relationship. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> even though I think, isn't there Jimmy's rocket ship already next door to Pop Tate's? It's going to be a double wide. Like those fucking KFC Taco Bell, but if it was just one big KFC. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's Mr. actually going to be a Jimmy's rocket ship and a rocket ship Jimmy's. Oh, that's where they fix your rocket ship, right? <laughs> yeah. It's actually just a Jimmy Neutron-themed diner. Everyone, God, everyone, <laughs> all the waiters have those big cartoon heads on. Yeah, it's, it's really terrible. upsetting. It's really bad. Uh, within the flashback, which is weird when you think about the fact that it was supposedly Archie's flashback, <laughs> but we get some stuff of Mr. Lodge. <laughs> Where Mr. Lodge like walks over to this table and he, there's like this big red curtain like hanging over the table and he pulls a rope and it like raises the curtain. It's like so elaborate. Oh my god. Like you know in fucking Emperor's New Groove when he's presenting Cuscotopia mm -hmm. and he like pulls a rope and it raises yeah. Oh yeah. Same shit. And he's talking to him or thinking to himself about those secret memos and memory lane and shit. And he then says, uh, if Archie finds out about this, he'll do everything in his power to stop it, even quit his job and lead the town in opposing me. <laughs> and then basically gets to, he picks up like this little miniature, because I'm sorry, the thing that was covered by the red velvet curtain was a model of the town. Yep. And so what he picks up like a little miniature man and he's like, even if I have to crush Archie, and he's got the little dude in his hand. <laughs> He's gone so villain. Yeah. I don't, in the last Son comic, he's like selling off valuable heirlooms to help some rando <laughs> teen. And now he's like, I'll fucking kill Archie before I lose a dollar. He literally says, son-in-law or not, I'll be forced to crush him, which is a very good line. Fucking wild, Mr. Lodge. And then Archie out in the, I don't know, I guess up at his office now, thinks to himself, Come into my parlor, said the spider to the fly. It's like Wait, extra. What? Yeah. Like what Archie's thinking, thinking that, that to himself. He's thinking that about Hiram, supposedly. Oh. The old man's being way too nice to me, and that can't be good, he thinks. That is true. Archie's chatting with his secretary about how he's getting sent to Vegas, and he's like, she's like, oh, yeah, that sounds pretty good. And he's like, nah, I got to get back, got to get all cozy with these jimmy's rocket ship goons and then veronica is like i'm sure they're not too pleased about getting chummy with our corporate goons and she's basically I, they get into like a little bit of a tiff about the fact that archie thinks hiram is and he definitely is up to something yeah veronica archie mostly accurately is skeptical yes very accurate veronica mostly doesn't want to believe it we, as we've covered before. And she seems to resent Archie for implying that she is also in on it because uh, he's like, hey, we're left out of the loop. You should ask your dad about these memos mm -hmm. unless you already know what's in them. And she's like, how dare you? Uh, you never liked my dad and now you're making me the bad guy too. And then she storms off. Uh, tells him, she's like, just do your job without whining or I'll find someone who can. Damn. Cut, 
fade back into Vegas where he actually wrapped up the meeting surprisingly well, it seems like. All right. He gets a phone call uh, and he's like, that's not my ringtone. And he finds out. Oh, no, it's the other guy's phone. He switched it with the dude. How did he not notice before now? I know. Seriously, I guess they're the exact same Blackberry. It's only until it starts playing Dreamweaver that he realizes (laughs) But it's not his phone. Um, He's looking through the crowd for the calamari guy, and then he finds him because he hears sugar, uh, which is Archie's ringtone. Well, of course it is. Um, And I don't know. I guess they're just like... Oh yeah, here's here's your phone. They switch phones. Cut oh, so to there's New no York issues? City. No, no issues actually. Thought this guy was gonna be some kind of shady like underworld player. What was the point of that? It comes. I still don't know what the point <laughs> is, but it does come back later. So oh, weird. There, he's doing something. Um, Who is Archie? He's got idea. I, it's very. I have literally no fucking clue what Archie's doing in this comic. Uh, but we cut to New York, where we see Betty uh, walking oh, through right. the streets of New York. Uh, she's thinking about thinking about how stressful it is. Uh, she's got three jobs just to barely scrape by. She's Ugh. like on the way home to change between jobs, and on the way she passes Ambrose's Chow House, <gasps> previously undiscovered. Both universes exactly yeah uh she busts in <laughs> she's, she's like, like this looks stupid keeps walking <laughs> actually I hate she chow. she just uh kind of like smashes one of the windows and keeps going <laughs> just casually no, with her just fist casually yeah takes off one of her high heels and just <laughs> yeah so she steps in she smells a burger she's like i need some fucking food Fuck my budget. I've been eating ramen for three weeks. I'm yeah. buying a burger. Nice. And then, you know, she sits down. She orders a burger. She makes it rare, which is scary. Weird. The worst way to have a burger. Yeah. Uh, and she's chatting with Ambrose. I don't think either of them realize actually who they're chatting to. They're just kind of like reminiscing and connecting about old time or not old times about like their hometowns and how... <laughs> Yeah. How their lives aren't what they thought they would be uh-huh. and how dreams never work out the way yeah, you want like them you to. Do. <laughs> like you do with your fry cooks. Mm-hmm. Um, she gets the burger and she's like, oh, this is such a good burger. Man, I miss Riverdale. Wish they missed me. And then she's like, no, they, they're just busy. They've got their own shit. And then we cut back to Riverdale where Midge has just submitted the paperwork for their government loan thing. I don't know if they're getting married in this timeline. I think they're still just, like, working together. Weird. Uh, Jughead and Midge are kind of, they're talking about how nice it is that they've come together in adulthood. She's yeah. like, Who, who'd have thunk it? And he's like, yeah, who'd have thought we'd wind up as partners? Who? It seems so Platonic easy. Won- partners. Wonder what, yeah. Not Only getting married friends. for no reason. We won't fall in love at all. <laughs> Uh, and he's like, yeah, well, since Moose isn't always hovering around, it's easier to talk to you and be around you. Uh, they're, I don't know, they're talking about Moose doing good in the polls at that point. Moose and Alana and Chuck and Nancy walk in. So Moose and Alana are in every timeline? Yes. So Moose and Alana and the whole mayor ship is in every timeline, I think. Yeah, they're also like, maybe things are starting to look up, but Jughead doesn't want to, like, actually believe that yet, because things could still v- go very wrong, which is very Seems pragmatic. reasonable yeah, in no. this fucking town. Agreed. Uh, but yeah, so then those folks walk in. Chuck is like, hey, what's this about a stimulus loan? We could use that for our comic book store. Jughead's like, nope, there is no loan. Nope, only for married people. Well, we are married, but... <laughs> Shit. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Only Maybe. for unmarried platonic people. <laughs> platonic life partners who only do business things. Uh, Moose is all ch- or Midge is congratulating Moose. He's pretty chuffed. And then some old dude walks in and he's like, oh, here for my usual. And Jughead's like, oh, yeah. Moose recognizes the dude and he's like, oh, hey, Mr. Pavia, how's it going? And he's like, oh, is that you? Yep. Bet you never thought I'd run for mayor, right? <laughs> and he's like, you're not wrong. And then as he walks out, he's like, I thought you were going to go to jail. Oh, my but God. I, but I guess politics is 
Clo- going is a close second. Wow. And it's like, all right, you fucking old fuck. What a cool guy. Uh, Moose feels like shit, obviously. Weird. How could that have happened? Who'd have thunk, right? Uh, cut back to Las Vegas, where Archie is having coffee with this dude. Again, don't know what Archie's plan is here. The but calamari dude, right? The, the calamari okay. dude. He's talking about how he, like, risked it all on kebabs but no one liked it and he's like now i've got uh calamari's my thing and archie's basically just like you know who uh, loves calamari riverdale actually the exact opposite where he says you know shish kebabs and calamari those are weird foods man (laughs) and he's like i've got the other guys like i've gotta stand out somehow and he's like well how about get He's basically like, stop trying to figure out what people might like and just give them what they like. Like a burger. God damn it. And then he's like, hey, have you ever been through a little town called Riverdale? And And the guy's like, why I have. My mother-in-law lives there. (laughs) I'm Miss Grundy's son. (laughs) My name is Jeff Grundy. (laughs) Um, Because he does kind of look like Grundy. Anyway. (laughs) Uh, we fade out and then in on Riverdale Lodge Industries, specifically, mm-hmm. where Veronica is in her office. She's like, she doesn't want to call Archie because she basically is like, I don't know if he'll answer if he sees me on the caller ID. And Yikes. I don't know if I fully blame him. Uh, I've He's been trying to keep the peace, except for him being suspicious about my father. And I... I don't want to believe it, but I think Archie's right. I think my dad's up to something, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do if he is. Jeez. Yeah. Archie did not answer, and her secretary heads out for the night, and once her secretary's gone, she just, like, starts crying at her desk. Reggie heads in, like, back to her office, and he finds her, you know, sobbing. Yeah. And he, like, tries to reassure her. She's like, I don't know how to make this work no matter what happens. We're just fighting. He won't even take my calls. And he's like, hey, man, like, Archie loves you. Even I can see him light up when you walk in the room. Yeah. Um, and he's like, listen, I'm probably the last person to take relationship advice from, but I can't imagine this is very easy for Archie. And he's straight up like, not only are you his wife, but you're also his boss, and your dad owns the company, and your dad's got him buying your be- his best friend's burger franchise. Yeah, and that does suck. He says a really great line that's, however this turns out, Archie has to betray someone. Which is actually yeah a, a gr- great way of putting it that I hadn't thought of, which yeah, is pretty fucking true. brutal. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. Um, Veronica's like... I wish I knew what my dad was doing. And she's like, it's it's actually a really cool turn because she's kind of sitting there feeling down and out for herself. And she's like, dad may be one of the hardest, no, hardest nosed, iron willed businessmen in the country. But don't forget, he's been teaching me everything he knows. And she like fucking gets her resolve yeah, back. Ron. She stands up and fucking Reggie is just like, damn, that's impressive. Supreme wreck. Or no, I'm sorry, total wreck to supreme confidence in the blink of an eye. And she just, like, fucking gets out of there. Our, uh, Reggie follows, and he thinks this is actually... So he says, Archie's a better man than I'll ever be, and I bet he'd never wonder why he was trying so hard to save the marriage of a woman he's loved his entire life. Oh, Yeah. Oh, wow. I totally forgot. There is a bit of... Uh, scandal i don't know gossip fuel where the secretary came back and saw them hugging in her office a hug yeah so everyone at fucking lodge industries thinks they're cheating on each or cheating with each other they always think that i know riverdale does not believe in platonic friendship they don't (laughs) they really don't it's like harry met sally or whatever yeah yeah men and women can't be friends or whatever fuck off so archie is getting the red-eye flight out of Vegas back to Riverdale with its international airport. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He's talking about how he's like, he's had no time to answer the phone or return any of his missed calls. Oh my god. Uh, He's getting home a day early so he can see Veronica and talk to her about what's going on. He talks about 
how he's like, I got to take a stand. It's too late to back out now, especially after. After what I set in motion today, I'm all in. And I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? He set in motion the great calamari scandal. (laughs) He's just going to fill Mr. Lodge's house with calamari. That would be fun, though. That would be. He's going to take a note for a future unnamed game. Yeah. yeah. And as he thinks about coming home and taking care of business, we see the plane flying over the Luxor Pyramid back to Riverdale. And we also see that it's Lodge Air, which I feel is ominous. Like, the plane's gonna... He's also the only person on the plane, oh so God. I feel like the plane's gonna blow up with him on it, <laughs> or something like that. Yikes. Uh, and we have, next, will the better burger prevail? What will be the fate of Memory Lane and the Yellow Woods? Will Archie and Veronica kiss and make up? Find out next in Grand Opening. Wow. So there you have it. That's Archie Marries Veronica Part 4. Okay, so... Yes. Why is the Yellow Woods such a fucking thing? Has that ever come up in any comic before now? I don't think so, honestly. Memory Lane is a weird thing also, but... I I don't... I mean, I don't know the Yellow Woods brick road or whatever the fuck it's called from anything else. Uh, So weird. It could be. I mean, like, that's the thing. It could be something from, like, one esoteric Archie comic 70 years ago. I mean, probably it. Just statistically, I'm sure the name Yellow Woods appears in a previous comic. (laughs) Right. It's (laughs) law of large numbers, right? Yeah. (laughs) All combinations of, like, colors and locations. With enough Archie comic writers writing uh, enough stories for enough time, eventually the combination of words Yellow Woods will get used. But I don't remember it being significant in any way. No. And it's just... hmm. Yeah, I, my guess is like it was like a fucking Sue Stringley where they were like yeah. mentioned once, or it might have been like a place name and like Lil Archie, mm-hmm. and they just like like yeah, let's yeah, go that'd sledding be a- in the Yellow Woods. A- exactly. Or uh-huh. yeah, Ch- Bill Huggins lives over in the Yellow Woods neighborhood or some shit. And like then they that. can point at their like I don't know murder board and be like, all the Archie pieces fit together in the Archie verse. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. <laughs> you know how well thought out and how uh, the continuity is kept so tight was, in all of the Archie verse. Just thinking that this wall here would be great for a murder board. Hmm. I would. Now that you mention it, I would love to do a unraveled style yeah, uh, oh my God. thing where we try and plot all the timelines in Archie. It that would be, be impossible. Because we'd, we'd have, have to, to just go like by one... comic series, basically, yeah. is the thing. It'd be like the timeline for life with Archie. The timeline It'd be like for... trying to plot the like DC timeline or something. We're like... <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> we'd have to do our own. What if we came up with our own uh, Infinite Crisis yeah. style Archie comic thing? Isn't that that, that Mirrorverse one that we talked about? Oh, fuck. That be does like they do that, did doesn't that... it? They did kind of do their infinite crisis. I guess I meant for like a resetting of oh, the continuity. Like a reboot, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like how they did the new 52. Be, this would be okay, our I new. I definitely saw like a picture of an Archie Archie crossover where there's like the old Archie comics and the new Archie comics like interacting with each other. Jesus Christ. And sh- I, I, you know, I would done like that to see. so many times too. And it's like, what? A kind of, like, Day of the Doctor. You don't watch Doctor Who. There was one where they brought back, I think it was, like, three different doctors uh, in one episode or something like that. So they should do that with Archie, where it's all of the different Archies. It's, like, Lil Archie and Pure Heart and the new look, all on, like, one super team fighting to take down Mad Doctor Doom or some (laughs) shit. (laughs) Fucking Mad Doctor Doom. Again, we need to make, like, a... TTRPG where like all the player characters are just different Archies or something. Ooh, oh, that would be really fun. Yeah, because I've I'm not gonna lie. Since the inception of this podcast, I have had plans uh, and ideas brewing for some sort of Archie tabletop RPG that we could run through either for like a bonus content or just like a special episode or something. Yeah, definitely something something with that. There's something there. Yeah, I've also thought about that. All right. Well, before we start wrapping things up, I think we have time for one quick gag bag grab bag. Ooh, 
Ooh, I love it. Just to sprinkle that in here, a little, uh, I guess not an amuse-bouche, since this is at the end of the meal. Uh, a digestif, that's what yes, you call it. We've had this conversation before. Yes, we have. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So this is, uh, I'll give you a choice. Ooh, do you want a, a Veronica or do you want a Reggie? Give me Reggie. Reggie? All right. So this is Reggie in Splitsville. <laughs> Uh, Reggie and Veronica are out for a meal at Pop Tate's. Reggie's like, oh, hey, since we're going Dutch on this date, we should split it down the middle. As if that's, like, as if she didn't know what Dutch meant. Yeah. Uh, she's like, yeah, that sounds good to me. And he's like, all right, I'll pay $2 and you pay $3. And she's like, that's not even, why am I paying an extra dollar? And he says, the extra dollar is the privilege of oh eating God. a meal with me. And then she's storming out while ice cream drips off his head. Because she Hilarious. put ice cream on his head, right? And it's I fucking... like to think she didn't pay for any of it. Yeah, she left him with the full $5. <laughs> yeah. And he's he like over here like, I only brought two. <laughs> <laughs> I, I planned this whole thing out. Oh, God. <laughs> I also like just... The time and place in which you could get a meal for two people for $5 oh, that don't included even, yeah. ice cream. I know, man. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe I'll tie this into my recommendation. No, I'll do a different recommendation. There's a fucking 99% invisible about automats, if you know what those are. The like automatic food vending machines oh, yeah. that like used to be a thing back in the day. Uh, it is one of the best episodes of 99% Invisible. And it was like a nickel for like a fucking plate of like meatloaf and mashed potatoes. And I just, oh, my God. oh, oh, those were the days, man. Okay. The days far before either one of us was born. Far, far, far before that. Yes. Okay. So, ooh, there should be an Automat Archie comic. I just feel there like that's definitely is. happened, right? Anyway. Yeah. Okay. Well. But probably, like, it goes wrong and it starts, like, spraying mashed potatoes everywhere or something. That definitely happens. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Or it's, like, one of those weird science kind of ones where it's, like, it gets you anything you want. But then there's, like, a, a horrible a price. kitten. What? <laughs> or something, you know? It's, like, it can make anything. And so, like, they're, like, another Archie. And, like, it's a whole thing. Yeah. There's yeah. a lot a lot of content there. We can mine that well. We <laughs> Yeah, could keep coming back to that for a while. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, we can start wrapping up. What do you think? Sounds good to me. Alrighty. Well, as always... Oh, wait. Before we get into admin, we do need to do our proper recommendations. Yeah. I always, I almost always forget. Okay. I have one ready, if, uh, if you don't mind. Go for it. So, in keeping with ye the Bizarchi you read today, yeah. uh, it reminded peanuts, me... Is Peanuts your recommendation? Yeah. No, I'm going to read... Uh, look up the life of George Washington Carver, man <laughs> who invented the peanut. Uh... <laughs> No, I'm gonna. I mentioned it while you were reading, but it actually very much reminded me of an H.P. Lovecraft short story. Uh huh. Um, you know, say what you will about Lovecraft, he is very problematic. Like, uh, he's not a cool dude at Trash all. Trash human. Trash human. I also don't think he's like the best writer in the world, but I just really like the stuff he created. His like mythos is fun. But I will recommend. The Lurking Fear by H.P. Lovecraft. You can find it in probably like any collection of his short stories. It is like one of the few short stories, especially that when I finished it, I like shivered in real life because it's it's got just he 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 was a master at leaving you hanging until like the last few sentences of the story, and then that last few sentences just changes your whole perspective on the story. Um, which I, I think the lurking fear, uh, the lurking fear, also a tale about a family lineage in an ancient house on a mountain. <laughs> like, uh, All so right. yeah, definitely check that out. It's a uh, quite spooky. All right. You, Meg, you ready? Um, I will go ahead and recommend the book Lovecraft Country. <laughs> ah, such vein, a good book. Which I know there's a show. I haven't watched the show. I've heard great things about it. Um, Same. But I have, I'm have. i the worst at watching shows. Same. So I'm going to go ahead and recommend the book by Matt Ruff. Oh. And this is basically a book that sort of addresses the problematic nature of H.P. Lovecraft and an a lot of other sci-fi authors 
and yes. like horror i don't know whatever that weird little specific yeah. niche that lovecraft is in sci-fi horror fantasy stuff yeah yeah um the problematic nature of a lot of those authors of the era and you know the racism that was extremely present in a lot of those works and the racism that was uh widespread in the u.s in that era as well um but it's also a very cool and compelling book about the same you know kind of themes that lovecraft wrote about horror and dread and familial bonds and all that stuff it's really really cool like setup for that book too because it's uh just like a bunch of stories from the perspective of like all of these members of the same family yeah um and it tells one cohesive story uh through all those perspectives and stuff Mm -hmm. too i i absolutely love that book that's a great recommendation yes so that is my recommendation awesome so yeah the lurking fear by hp lovecraft and then once you've read that read lovecraft country matt ruff to figure out exactly how shitty hp lovecraft was yay All right. Well, that will do it so I can get into my wrap up here. As always, you can find us at various places around the internet, but the best place to find everything we do is going to be our website, RiverdaleHighAV.club. That has links to our Instagram and our Twitter, as well as our Podchaser. It has our email and our Patreon on there, as well as every episode we have ever done. Which is a lot. Over 100. It is a lot. Because, hey, guys. This is 101. This is Archie 101. I can't believe we didn't do that. Uh, oh, no. Anyway. We fucked up. Well, we'll do the episode over, guys. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, <laughs> please, <laughs> if you feel like it, hey, tell a friend to-, to listen to our show or uh, tell them about the show in general. We always appreciate that. Maybe leave a review on Podchaser. That really helps us, too. I think that'll do it for me. Do you have anything else, Meg? I do not. All right. Well, as always, this has been the Riverdale High AV Club. I have been Ezra. And I've been Megan. And we'll see you at the chocolate shop. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, okay, because then they're like, who are you? And he says, Jason Mood. Okay, Charlie, you can't rub against the mic stand, sweetie. Jason Mood? Charlie. Hang on. You're good, yeah. She's just sitting there (laughs) rubbing against the mic stand. Uh, (laughs) Perfect thing to rub against. So...